Well, it must be that time again. Welcome, everybody, and happy Monday to you. This is Jerry Isinger from the Lakeland Insider, joined, as always, by Hafet Mendoza. Good to see you, sir. Hey, Jerry. Nice to see you, too, man. Been a big week for you. It's been very busy, yes. Last week uh, leading into this one, Olympio oh, yeah. Cleaning has... I know. Uh, you know, we started a marketing campaign, social media, Google Ads, Facebook, Bing, everywhere. Right. But it's paying off. It's paying off. Congratulations. Thank you. Good to see you. Um, as we talked about before, Hafet, you know, there are so many ways and, and people in this area that we have spoken to who need to make that transition from an idea, right, right. into a small business. Mm-hmm. And as a champion of small business and entrepreneurs, this program said we really have to bring in some experts and keep them around for a while. We have to get into the weeds. Yes. So joining us on this show and several more to follow, it's actually becoming a little bit of a partnership. Right. We need people who are smarter than we are. Yeah. So we're no longer... We're no longer the smartest people in the room. No, no. we've lost that title. Yes. Right? Won't be the first, <laughs> no. but we're very proud to welcome from uh, Jason Simpson CPA. It's Jason Simpson, Josue Mendoza. Gentlemen, thanks so much for jumping on board with us. Thanks, this, Jerry. This is a big day. Thank you guys. And for it's a big us. episode. You know, as I was driving over here tonight, I had a conversation with someone here in town, and uh, she had never started a, a small business, but had expressed interest <laughs> in doing so. Her name is Christy. And I said, Christy, if you're talking to an accountant right now, What's the first question that you would, would ask someone like that? And she didn't hardly hesitate. She said, how much would that cost? So what I want to actually uh, start with you tonight, because, again, this program being all about small businesses, is there's so much information out there. It almost feels like from a feel-good world of the lean startup, the $100 startup. Is that, is that actually uh, feasible? Or is that a fallacy to say, oh, you've got absolutely nothing? Now, from a story point of view, that's awesome, right? I've got zero dollars and I found my way out. Mm -hmm. But in terms of uh, how you see things play out from your point of view, is that actually a feasible approach? Or do people need to, like, store up a little bit before they can actually start a company? Jason, what do you think? They definitely need to start store up before they start their own company. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would say whenever you're here, it's going to be easy or it's going to be cheap to start a business you're heading in the wrong direction <laughs> but it, it's such a feel-good thing i mean it almost like puts you in the middle of this sort of rocky kind of feeling of i can do anything i don't need but you're saying it would really be smart if you had a, a little bit of uh gas in the tank oh for sure yeah uh, you're gonna have your startup costs you're gonna have to have professionals that you get advice from beforehand to mm -hmm. start the business and then even in a business where there's not a lot of capital outlay at the beginning how are you going to live? In other words, in other words, whatever you're doing now, you're either going to be doing less of it mm -hmm. or or none of it. So right. what replaces that income? And so you have that plus whatever startup costs you have to get the business going. So this is a conversation you probably have quite regularly, I'm assuming. Uh, so l let's dig into a little bit as to how we got here. Jason Simpson, CPA, you're downtown Lakeland. Josue, I've been to your building recently yeah. for the first time. It's like right in the heart of the downtown area mm -hmm. in this old brick building. Great vibe in there, by the Very way. Very historic. Dixieland. Dixieland. Yeah. That's, Dixieland. What they, that's what they call it. Really? Yeah. You're right in the heart of Dixieland. Dix Sounds exciting, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it actually, well, but on some level, there is an excitement there. If you're starting a new business, right, and you're going to see your accountants for the first time, there is a level of excitement to that, I would say so. Yeah, right? I think there is. What, what's that process look like, though, when, when someone comes in for the very first time, host way, they're saying hello. What kind of questions do you see really early on 
and how do you help them? Because again, I, I know that it's a it's a important to get them started well, right. It's great today. You know, today we had a, <clears throat> a meeting with um, with this young lady. She came in and she's starting a new business. Her first question was, "What do I do next?" Mm. They have the idea. What do I do next? Is always the, the the first question, and then you have to guide them through that. Um, and it seems to be the question that we get that at least I see more often. It's okay, you 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 deal with their first issue, and then what's next after that? Sure. So <clears throat> we do a lot of that, you know, guiding them through those through those steps. I would think early on that it's, it's almost a, a therapist role that you're playing in some regard because there is a sense it's scary to say I'm going to start a business, right? So you're you're kind of a safety net for these people. How do you how do you help like calm nerves? I mean, is that kind of part of the job, Jason? Well, you, you have two different types of people. You have people who are um, a little you know they're a little scared to do this, and then you have the people that have no fear at all. And what, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm what, not sure which is more disconcerting. <laughs> well, actually, there's a third person, and what you really want is you want someone who has the dream, who is excited, but also realizes that hey, this is this is a big deal. And yeah. There's going to be some things that you need to do, and and so my my suggestion is always, you know, if you call a an, an accountant or an, a lawyer or a lawyer beforehand, they're going to sit sit down with you or talk to you on the phone for 15 minutes and say, hey, here's the direction you need to go in go in starting this business. Yeah. And I we give advice like that all, all the time over the phone, and sometimes those people end up starting a business and we hear back from them, and sometimes maybe they do and we don't ever hear back from them. Right. But I'm always excited about someone wanting to start their own business. Sure. So when someone calls me and says, hey, I'm thinking about starting my own business, right then I'm like, that's awesome because. Exactly. Well, and, and going back to Christy's question uh, that she had asked me earlier, because that was her first response was, how much is it going to cost? Do people hesitate to start the conversation for fear of this big bill? Because don't you have like initial consultations to help guide people what to expect, like really what steps to take even before they would have to worry about being charged? Yes. <laughs> it's usually a phone conversation. Yeah. You know, 15-minute phone conversation to get someone going in the right direction. Mm. And that, that seems pretty vital. Yeah, I, I would suggest it. You know, so what kind of questions would they ask at that point? Do you help them set up like a, a system or just kind of like broad strokes, know what to expect kind I, of? Well, I tell them the main things that they need to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I give you some examples if you'd like. Please do. Okay. Well, I'd say, well, first of all, you need to start. You need to open a bank account in the business name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need to uh, probably get a credit card in the business name. Right, right. And before you do all that, you're going to have to create some sort of legal entity yeah. and get a federal identification number. And those those are three of the things I tell. I tell some other things as well, but that's in essence the direction I, I right. tell people to go. Now, in. is it is it off limits to actually recommend a specific card or a specific bank, or is that also in the wheelhouse? I usually say... You want a local business, yeah. a local bank, I should local say. That's, that's, what I, that's, that's what I tell people. Yeah, and if I yeah. if, if they want to give me, if I will I will recommend a couple banks if that's if they push me on it. Nice, mm -hmm. but we got to push you. I like that. Yeah. See? <laughs> but I'm not giving out any free promotional stuff over the air. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm so excited you guys are a part of the team. Welcome to the Lakeland Insider. Thank you. And I'm really, really excited to uh, to help people because, again, it's, it's witnessing that journey, watching that journey that really is so exciting. And knowing you guys are here with some hardcore, concrete answers and not just a great pie in the sky feel-good thing. We'll talk about that after the commercial break. But welcome 
to the Lakeland Insider. I'm relieved. I have a sense of relief. Huffet? I'm too. I'm excited. You feeling good? Yes, I'm feeling great. All right, everybody stick around because we got some great stuff coming up right after this quick commercial break. Welcome back to the Lakeland Insider. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday afternoon. Tim, our producer, is in the booth tonight. Great to have him here. That's why the music has gotten so <clears throat> thought-provoking. So glad you're here, everyone. If you're just joining us, this is the Lakeland Insider. It is all about small businesses and entrepreneurs in the Polk County and Lakeland area. And speaking of Lakeland, you know, um, to our gentlemen who are with us tonight and going to continue to be so, it's the team from uh, Jason Simpson CPA, downtown Lakeland, Josue Mendoza, Jason Simpson. You've been in the Lakeland area for quite a long time now. What what gives you such uh, great enthusiasm about, about being here, and, and where do you see the future going? Jason, you first. Well, I grew up here. been here since the uh, late 80s. Um, love the area. Uh, love to see how, all the growth that's happening here, and love to be a part of it. So now you're not one of the uh, sort of the uh, you know old boys clubs. Like I don't want to see growth in my town. You keep those you keep those newfangled uh, folks out of here. You Someone know, once told me if you're not growing, you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have seen the battle of uh, certain towns in uh, Central Florida, and one of which was very forward thinking, kind of like Lake Lakeland is, and another area that was very much a anti. Don't let it, we don't change things around here. Mm -hmm. And the uh, difference now, 15, 20 years later, is pretty stark and uh, kind of bleak for the area who decided not to be a touch open-minded and grow mm -hmm. a little bit. So I think uh, Lakeland is very forward-thinking, especially compared to some of the towns in the yes. area. Mm -hmm. You know, not to be disparaging toward any part right. of beautiful Poe County, but... I'm glad to see that Lakeland is so forward thinking. Yeah. <laughs> if we can just get the roads to catch up. Right? I was going to say that. Yeah. Now, sway of all the people you're talking to, I mean, are, are most of them from here? Are they people you know by a first name basis or are they sort of uh, new residents? I think some of them are new residents, but yeah. you know, you, you talk to people all the time and a lot of them grew up here, uh, went to high school here and stay here, which is one of the cool things about Lakeland. I think, uh, Kids graduate and they they kind of make this place their home. But we're also welcoming residents from other other yeah. states. A lot right. of people are moving to Florida as it is, right. but Lakeland ha has seen a, a lot of growth. Yeah, and and we're seeing that in our business. But um, but yeah, you you talk to people from all over the country and they're just coming here whether it's for a new opportunity. I have mm -hmm. a cousin of mine who sold all his business uh, in uh, New Mexico. Wow. Moved to Florida and starting over here, you know. And, no uh, kidding. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of it, it, it's exciting, especially for Lakeland. It's one of the biggest, uh, fastest growing areas, you know, business. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Now, it's sort of right place, right time, I would say. So with the yeah. uh, with CPA firm itself, it seems like you're kind of like in the right business at the right time mm -hmm. for all the folks who are coming. And, of course, the area, Hafed, I mean, we have seen uh, – uh, everything going on, just the catapult alone. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's... You got catapult, you got cohatch. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's Very like, business Are we going to be able to keep up? I don't know. We're going to need an extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can this area sustain all that sort of growth? It seems like we're working toward it. Yeah. But uh, we've made the list. We've made the list of entrepreneurs and startups as one of the cities to be in. It's a great area. Right. Yeah, that was an article, wasn't yeah. it? Yes, alongside Charleston mm -hmm. and Houston made the list. Um, and then Lakeland was did, did in there Austin too. Make yes. Austin, Texas? Where they you know, I, I don't know if it's quite what it used to be. 
Mm-hmm. Cost of living has gone through the roof. It's almost kind of past a certain point where it's not quite as easy to break in as it right. was maybe a decade or right. 15 years ago. Well, Lakeland's great. You have Orlando on one side, Tampa on the other. You're, you know, within an hour from the beach. Yeah. It's not too crowded. Yeah. You know, it's a good place to raise a family. It's lovely. It's, it's great. So um, of all the people who are here who are, are deciding whether or not to start their own business, when they come to see you initially – is if they come to you with kind of a, an idea that you might think to be borderline terrible, do you dissuade people or do you not step on dreams and say, look, I'm here to do whatever you need as an accountant? Or, or is it hard for you not to get involved to say, please don't invest your retirement on this idea? Or, <laughs> and, <laughs> or does that cross an ethical line? I don't even know. Well, what I would do is ask questions. <laughs> I wouldn't just come out and say, I knew you idea. were a therapist. That's yes. exactly <laughs> what a therapist would do. Because I could be wrong. You know, they may have already done research on this and actually they're going to really do really well. So I don't yeah. want to just come across like, hey, this is terrible. Right. So yeah, I right. usually will ask questions and yeah. say, hey, you know, have you thought about this and, and that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. But and that usually leads people in the right direction because they're either going to answer me. Um, yes, I've thought about that and this, this, and this, or they're mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, gosh, I didn't think about that. So right. it doesn't really make me out to be the, the villain there. At, at what point do people normally come to see you? It's It varies. There's some people – sometimes they come and they're already down the road mm-hmm. and they already kind of have you know, more, to ha- more than they can handle. Yeah. Or you have people that come beforehand and are really prepared and are, are trying to get started in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that's the preference. It is. Yeah. It's quite a mess to clean up uh, if, if someone started something and it's already they've... Well, like, yeah. I, like I've said before, if, if your personal life's a mess, yeah. a business is not going to make it less of a mess. Wow. You know, I've, I've been told the same about cars. Whatever state your car is in right now, it, it reflects pretty much your whole life. Oh, is it because my car was dirty the other day, Jerry? <laughs> Well, that, <laughs> it, it just needed a little, uh, both of us, both of us, I'll, I'll confess. But I have heard that, uh, I have heard that uh, analogy made before, and I think there is some truth to it. But if I am that kind of person, I guess that's why I would need an accountant, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. You know, you want, I think what you want is clarity as a business owner. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you have, um, I mean, you have so many voices when you start a business. You have tax and business operations, mm-hmm. you know, uh, supply chains. And and what you want is to have that clarity of, okay, well, I took care of the tax and, you know, bookkeeping issues and, and payroll issues, because all those functions can get really complicated if you just kind of right. go at it. It'll be like drinking from a fire hose, you know. Yeah. And like when you step thing. into a situation like that, you're kind of responsible to help get them back on track, right? That can yeah. be an enormous amount of time and effort, I'm assuming. It is. It's a lot more work, you know, after the fact than it is to start with. Right. Yes. Now, are you working mostly with the kind of like middle-sized companies that have employees, an HR department, or are you talking to guys like me who's like a, you know, just a single LLC kind of operation? We, we both. Yeah. yeah. We do both. Yeah. You know, we, of course, we're going to be, uh, you know, someone with a lot of employees and a big company is going to get more attention from us because they're going to need more attention from mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. just because – Someone who just has an LLC and a very small business, no employees, we're probably going to see them once or twice a year as opposed to somebody who has 100 employees. We're going to see them on a regular basis. Right, right, right. Well, you know, Hafet, your your company sort of a single-man operation, I'm assuming, but you have a lot of 
people being paid, right? Yes. Employees or, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. or um, contractors. Contractors. Yeah. Getting paid. Yeah. Working hard. Do you keep yeah. it simple? I try to keep it simple. But really, like Josue was saying, a lot of it comes down to like having that foresight or that knowledge about what your expenses are when things need to be paid, your taxes, sales tax, payroll, all that stuff. So that gets complicated pretty fast. And I mean, somebody who is running a business, you really want to focus on running the business. You know, want to focus on the service you're providing or, you know, talking to the clients on a regular basis. So I think that's why it's important that when you get to a point where you can, you know, hire a couple of uh, an accounting firm, someone who could help you with that on the, whether it's the payroll side or the taxes side, um, it's Mm. essential. Yeah. Yeah. It sets you up for, for, for better growth in the future. Well, and that that initial idea, like you say, we want to focus so much on whatever that product is. I don't have time for accounting. Jason, does it scare you when someone comes in and has zero time for accounting, or do you just enjoy that passion that they only want to think about the product? Well, I'll tell you this. The, the two biggest failures I've ever seen is someone who came in and said, listen, I've got a business I'm running, and I don't want to know anything about the accounting or mm-hmm. the tax. Right. And now I know that's a red flag. If someone ever says that to me again, it's like, well, you probably should find someone else you, to do you it. You give them yeah. a, a car yeah. business you're card of another be, accounting yeah, firm. Right. <laughs> you're not going to be in business very long. So, <laughs> exactly. So exactly. They, someone who has absolutely zero interest uh, scares you a little bit. It does. And they shouldn't. They don't have to know everything that I know, but they have to be aware of things they mm-hmm. have to be able to understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and take it in and and that kind of thing yeah. but I, I get it you know i, I don't want to know a lot about marketing but i know that marketing is you know part of a business that i'm not going to ignore mm-hmm. right but it's not my favorite thing yeah 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 does that make sense well, yeah accounting's I, not my favorite thing i think either, also <laughs> i think also a willingness to learn you know because a lot of what we do is sometimes is educate um some clients yeah. you know in in what they ask a question and we try to educate. Sometimes you can see it goes in one ear and out the other, yeah. and you're just like, okay, I have to explain that one again. But <laughs> you, you know, having a willingness to learn and to and to talk about those things, it helps. Jason, talk right. about that. Yeah. Now, what about sure. helping people get set up for the process? It's like, okay, let's say you've started a new company. This is where you should keep receipts. This is where you should. Do you help them through that sort of bookkeeping setup to make it easier that when they bring these deliverables back to you? that you know what they're bringing because you help them get the system in place. Yes, we recommend software at this point. Yeah. You know, we tell them to keep your receipts, you know, in a box somewhere, but we're not going to need them. But we'll usually assist people and say, okay, here's the software you should probably be using. Here's how you set it up. And if you'd like, we can help you set it up to get you going in the right direction. Hmm. Or, or you can outsource the whole thing to us and we do the whole thing, you know, e- either way. But we'll definitely get someone going in the right direction. But software wow. is usually the answer. And today's technology, you know, it's, you get a software going in the right direction and you know the basics. You know, you can do a lot, especially with a little yeah. bit of help from, from us or yeah. someone like yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Well, we are living in the gig economy. I mean, it is just, there has been quite a shift in the landscape uh, digitally. You know, you've seen all these people who like, let's say, just get on the road and they can, they can you know, perform yeah. just as wonderfully running their business mm-hmm. from some RV camp with a Wi-Fi signal. So... Staying digital, obviously, is a big thing, So and, and being nomadic at the same time. But when we dig in, though, I want to get uh, a few more answers about the process itself in terms of how to set that up, because that's really important. We want to make sure people are starting off the right way. Folks, you are listening to the Lakeland Insider. 
Man, listen to those smooth docile tones. I don't wanna I don't wanna go to commercial break. The song is too good. But we're going to and we'll be right back after this quick message. Welcome back, everybody, to the Lakeland Insider. Hope you're enjoying your Monday afternoon. Maybe it's uh, the commute on the ride home. You are here uh, with the team, Hafet Mendoza, Jason Simpson, Josue Mendoza, and me personally, Jerry Isinger. We are talking about accounting tonight, and I know it doesn't seem like the most interesting subject in the world. I will give you that, okay? I will fess up. It sounds a little dull. However, it is so crucial... So we have to do whatever we can to make this subject interesting because we have a lot of potential business owners in Lakeland. We want them to be successful. They're going to hire employees who will pay taxes and everything grows from there. And Lakeland and Polk County become this great hub, a shining city. Is that too much? Am I going too far? How is this boring? (laughs) It's like, when's this guy going to slip off the rails? But, you know, the service you guys provide is so crucial. I think in some ways it's... I don't want to say it's misunderstood. It's something that we just don't want to look at directly. If I am a right brain, creative, potential entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. let's say I want to be the next Steve Jobs and dreaming of that device or whatever. I don't want to be reminded that I have to worry or think about accounting, right? (laughs) And I don't think that's an unfamiliar feeling. When people come to see you for the first time, Josue, how do you help them get over that hurdle and comfortable into the process of it's okay, this is just a part of what you have to do? Yeah, that is is a it's a big deal because a lot of people come with those those types of questions, but really I think um, reassuring them that we're here to help you through that. And um you know, there's a process that we go through with them and and um, helping them through that process for us is the big deal because it gives them confidence. It gives them um, actually met uh, with a client last week and we had like a 45 minute me- meeting. And then he as soon as we, he, we were we were walking out and he says, man, I am so glad I have a team now behind me. Wow. He says, it's it's so difficult to do all of this. And knowing that you guys are here, it, it just I sleep better, you know, and so that's, that's a big deal. So for us, it's really about guiding them through that process, giving them the confidence that we're going to be there. And, um, and I think that helps a lot. Well, and I think also that it's something that we don't really, we don't know what we don't know. And until Mm -hmm. we have a conversation with someone like you, Jason, let's set up a hypothetical. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am a potential new LLC guy Mm -hmm. and I come to see you for that first time. What can I expect to walk away with after an initial conversation? consultation. How, do, how does that help me in terms of the the, the real um, hardcore things to do? So you already have an LLC set up? Okay. Yeah. Let's say I do. I, I have registered with the state or let's say I went to one of the big websites. What's one of the big, what's the big one? Um, Merrill Lawyers one. Legal, Merrill, Zoom. Legal, Legal Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Okay. I went to one of those places mm-hmm. and I filled out and I'm, and I'm waiting for my, my EIN number even though, let's say, hypothetically, I don't even know what that means, and I come see Jason. <laughs> well, you probably would ask me to do that for you. Ah. I, I, what I would say was, do you have an EIN number, which is, in essence, like a Social Security number mm-hmm. for your new entity, your okay. business. It's, okay. it's a federal identification number for the business. Okay. So I would say, well, I'll do that for you. I'll set that up for you so you'll have an nice. EIN. Okay. And then I'll say, you need to take this, once we have it, and go set up a bank account, mm-hmm. and you need to maybe get a credit card. And once you have that set up, Come back in, and we'll get your account synced to a software so that we can start doing your accounting. Okay. And then I'm going to say, is, you know, th- 
we're going to put you on the right track. There's a lot of times in life you think about, oh gosh, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, and it just always seems much worse mm-hmm. than when you actually start doing it. And that's like this. It's really not that bad. It's, so the anticipation about is doing worse it is way actually, worse. It is. Yeah. Do, do people have like a general idea of how much uh, a part of their day it should be devoted to accounting? Like, do you encourage I say them? at least nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, if you, and if you don't work at least, what, 20 a day, you're not a real entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. We're a part of the hustle economy these it, days. It depends on the size. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, know, yeah. a lot, you know, a lot of people, they have departments that do this. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a single business owner and you don't have any employees, you're going to yeah. be spending, you know, may, probably an hour a day, mm-hmm. I would say. Monday wow. through Friday wouldn't be that – wouldn't really be that bad. Yeah. As you get larger, it's going to be more, but you're going to have people that are going to be helping you that yeah. they'll be one the ones reaching out to us, and they won't really be in that person's sure. Uh, sure. purview anymore. So, yeah. Hafez, do you, or do, you uh, do an hour a day, or would you be the kind that would maybe do like seven hours on a Friday because you didn't do anything? I do about seven hours on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stay up late on a Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. That. <laughs> That's true. You know, you kind of have to stay on top of it. It's kind of right. like, you know, homework. You don't do it, then it just piles on. Right. You, you know you have to do it in the back of your head. Right. It's there. And so you get to the place where it's almost like, have you ever been inside a house that's so dirty you don't know where to start cleaning up? Right? Yeah, like, it, like burn it down. <laughs> that's, that's just start over with a new business. Build a new house. <laughs> What's the worst scenario you've seen where someone has come in, either they've fallen so far behind where it just puts you in a cold sweat? It doesn't. No? It just yeah. doesn't. It, you know, we just do it all the time. That yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. What about those people, those people yeah. who mix their personal and their business expenses, mm. and then they come to you, hey, um, how much of me? a headache is that? That's a good question. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> I, I just want to see how much pain I caused in the past. Well, you know, when someone does that, I say, you know, either you can go back and allocate what was business and what was personal, or you pay us to do it, mm-hmm. and I'll kind of give them an idea. Hey, you can do it. Do it this way or this way whether that's a spreadsheet or soft, another software. And um, they'll usually say, well, we'll do it if you can just guide us in the right direction. Wow. And then they'll usually go back and they'll do the work themselves and then bring, yeah. it, bring it back to us. Yeah. Or we take it. A lot of people say, no, I just want you to do it and we'll take it and we'll... You've had that experience? Maybe they show up with a box full of crinkled up receipts saying, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what I, to do I, here. Most people who do that, I tell them, do you want to pay our hourly fee to add that stuff up or would yeah. you rather do... You know, eighty percent of it, and then bring it back to us yeah, yeah. and save a bunch of money. Now, do, do are there some people out there who just hate it so much that they'll just be like, "I do not care, I just don't want to do it." Yes, yeah, <laughs> they exist. Sure, those I, are your high rollers. Absolutely, you <laughs> deep know, pockets. I, mean, <laughs> I can respect it on some level, you know, because it is something that just feels. I don't know, slightly out of reach. There's just something about it that's like, man, I just need you guys to be close. I'm just not comfortable <laughs> with this, right? Yeah, when sometimes it's, uh, you know, the person that comes with a shoebox full of receipts, Yeah, they might just not know what to do. And once you tell them, you know, this is what you ought to do, do it this way, mm-hmm. they go back and they do it. Yeah. Bring it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So that happened. And I think <laughs> just really for any business owner, the key is to setting up a process, to having a process mm-hmm. and really like – Starting could be the difficult part, but once you have a process in place and you yeah. can, you know what to do and what card to use and what one not to use, I think that helps a lot and streams life. Is, makes is there life any easier. process though that's not digital now? Is everything, every part of the process digital, or is there still a part of the world that exists that's writing stuff down? If you hate accounting, 
then you're really going to hate non-digital accounting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's much worse. Have you ever seen those big green sheets they used to oh, use? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. It's quite tragic. Much but... worse. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you, talking about all this, though, if you think about it, not mm-hmm. only, you know, you, you want to be doing this throughout the year because how do you know how you're doing? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about bringing stuff, receipts and all that. Well, by then, the year's already over. Yeah. Like, yeah. people have got to be seeing how they're doing throughout the year, throughout mm-hmm. the month, throughout the week mm-hmm. yeah. to know what they're doing. I think a lot of people just say, well, there's still some money in my account, and that's pretty much how they run their business. But right. yeah. that, that's no way to run a business. No. Yeah, yeah. So, so th- do you help decipher those numbers to help? You know, you see that data to say, okay, this is what it's looking like. Do you give those sort of oh, yeah, economic yeah. forecasts? For some clients, they, they ask yeah. us to do that. Yeah, if we works. have the information, we'll run FP&A for, for a client if, they, if yeah. that's what they want. You just throw out FP&A. What is FP&A? Financial planning and analysis. Well, there you go. So you're talking to <laughs> the common man. That. Sorry about that. Sorry. I actually didn't have any idea what he was talking about either. <laughs> I told you we were not the smartest people in the room anymore, Jerry. <laughs> but, yeah, you you want that. If you have a, a, if you have a client that uh, brings in all the information and you can do some analysis on their books and, and tell them this is how you're doing. And that's yeah. great. It helps for decision making. You know, if you, like Jason said, you come at the end of the year into the next year and you're wanting to do your accounting, well, you're already, you know, a couple of months into the next accounting cycle, which, mm-hmm. you know, your decision making is going to be really delayed. Right. So. That's fascinating, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it, there's a complicated nature to it that I think does scare some of us away a little bit. But like you say, once you really just get exposed to it, it becomes much less daunting. The chore, it becomes much less of a chore getting into that. Now, when we come back after this commercial break, I want to talk about when people come to see you for the first time, how can we distinct them as a Lakeland Insider client, right? So I'm thinking there's got to be some sort of free gift we can think of during the commercial break we can share with new clients. We're going to talk about that. You'll have to stick around because if you don't stick around, you might miss out on a free gift. Welcome back to the Lakeland Insider. We're getting some great information this afternoon as we champion small businesses and entrepreneurs throughout Polk County and right here in the city of Lakeland. Hope you're having a great time. If you're just joining us, the team is here. Jason Simpson and Josue Mendoza from Jason Simpson CPA, right in the heart of that uh, downtown little Lakeland area, the heart of Dixieland, Dixieland. as as I'm told. Dixieland. And uh, it's been a great conversation so far, folks. It's such an important part of everything we do related to our businesses. If you are a business owner or soon to become one, That's who I want to talk to for a moment. The ones who are soon to become one, you live in an area where the forecast is great for entrepreneurs. A conversation with a firm like uh, Jason Simpson CPA is extremely helpful. We were talking during the commercial break. What can we bring to the table, right? Hafet and I are like, we got to have something special Mm -hmm. for the people who come to the firm via this show. Right. And we've come up with it. Ready? Yes. Drum roll. Drum roll. A Lakeland Insider coffee mug. Ooh. Yes. Isn't that exciting? Very exciting. <laughs> well, not only that, <laughs> not only that, but when you uh, reach out to the firm, they're also going to provide the time. Time and energy are most precious resources, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to supply it. So if you do have that that business wondering whether or not you should start it, get an initial consultation with these gentlemen first Yeah. at no cost. Yeah, just don't take any cleaning 
clients, okay? <laughs> so you're trying to save them some headache? <laughs> sure, you know. I mean, that's that's not in any way biased or whatever. It's, no. You know, it's just, they just don't have room. They're only allowed a certain amount of cleaning clients. Commercial cleaning only. Yes, it would yeah. be a conflict of interest otherwise. I can't serve two <laughs> cleaning clients. Um, <laughs> so let's go through that process. Someone comes to you for the very first time. They make the initial phone call. What can they expect? Josue, help us out. What can someone expect? They're skittish, right? Let's get in their, their frame of mind. They know they've got a good idea, but they're skittish. They think you're going to be too expensive or that they don't know enough of what they're talking about and they're going to look foolish. No, you will. They, they can expect someone who's going to listen and like I said before, give them good guidance on on what their so what the next steps are. Um, I don't think we I've I've never sat with a client and thought you know <clears throat> this client you know doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> no, we're we're sitting there. We're going to help. We're going to guide. We're going to try to understand your business. Um, maybe have some ideas to share as yeah. well. But uh, that's the expectation. Is you know, we're friendly people too. I mean, I'm not. I think I'm nice, you know. So for an accountant, you're really for nice. Account. <laughs> for an accountant, you guys are hip, 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 <laughs> right? Which we need, yeah. by the way. Which we do need. We don't want there to yeah. be a generational gap to see a brilliant 23 year old, you know, technology wizard, and someone who feels like they're just from a different, uh, different yeah, time. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, to, on some level, to speak the same language, to have some sense of camaraderie. I do think it is yeah. important that you be as you know, as open and as welcoming as humanly possible, but that you connect on that level too. I think you're in a, in a nice age uh, arena for that to, yeah. to speak to both generations I'm, above I'm and below. My, you know, early thirties now, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> just, so, early. just a spring chicken walking around <laughs> here. <laughs> so do you sense people do have nerves when they come to see you, Jason, do you get that often? Do you sense a, um, Oh man, I'm in over my head kind of vibe when you have these conversations. I do, but most of the time they, you know, they realize that they are, they're humble about it. And they're just most, I mean, I can't think of any time where someone comes in and they don't leave more relieved sure. than they were when they got there. Great point. Well, that's part of that process. But how nervous are they in when they first walk in that door? Do you see some? The, uh... the most nervous people are ones that come in with a letter from the IRS saying they're being audited. <laughs> ah, yeah. Or they. That's when you're really a therapist, right? Cause yes. Because like, okay, definitely. let me console you. Let's not overreact. They got here. a notice from the IRS yes. saying they owe money and that, that type of thing, you know? So uh, there's been numerous times where I have clients that aren't mine mm -hmm. and they prepare their own tax return. Yeah. And then they get a letter from the IRS saying they're being audited. And th when those people have come in, I I'd be nervous too. So, mm -hmm. but I tell them, you know, here's how, here's what you need to do. Here's the process. Here's how it's going to work. Sure. You know, we get power of attorney. Do you sit through that process? Are you, are you yes. there as a part of when that goes on? Yes. We get power of attorney and okay. we, we deal directly with the IRS and the I client see. doesn't really deal with mm, that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so way better. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and if that. you ever get a How letter... How come I've never heard that described that way before? Yeah, because that sounds great. Yeah. I mean, well... Not the audit part. It's but much the... less daunting than at first sight. <laughs> well, you guys should be excited because there's 87,000 yeah. new IRS agents Whoa. coming right your what? way. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. you know, well, that's going to be doing a lot more of those audits. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not. Yeah. You might be a part of some more audits coming up. Yeah. I'd rather not. Now, how difficult is it for you to stay on top of the law in terms of, okay, that's just one change, right? But there's, right. there's new tax laws coming out all the time. Right. How much do you have to devote your time and efforts to staying on top of everything current? Like 
Well, we have to do 80 hours of continuing education every two years. Mm-hmm. So we'll focus on a big portion of that being tax. Mm-hmm. And then we have software that gives us alerts and we do, you know, stuff yeah. on a weekly, daily basis. Yeah. And a lot of just research. We read the news and, and you know, we're always, you know, I mean, you get your news feeds and, and sure. there's always something there. Keeping your eye on Congress. Yeah. And yeah. you're always thinking about how's that going to affect this client or that client, you know, mm-hmm. and so you, you, you keep your eyes open, your ears open. So. From every level, federal, yeah, state, Absolutely. county, city, right? Everyone's got their own process. I know it's a little bit better mm-hmm. in Florida without the state tax. Yes. But, yeah. um, but it's still pretty daunting, though. You still have several places to, to watch for changes, right? Yes. And in Florida, like you said, in Florida, you know, there's no income tax for individuals. There is for C corporations. So we have to stay on top of that. But there's very, there's not a, most people are not C corporations because of double taxation. Yeah. But um, yeah, we, it's mainly the federal we stay on top of, but there are rules to, there are changes to the state that we stay on top of as well. But what we get is uh, we have, we have uh, partners that take the law that's just passed mm-hmm. um, and then they put it into terms that we can understand mm-hmm. so that we can then explain it to our clients. And so right, right now we're waiting for the laws that just passed for them to go through that process. I have lots of people calling me and asking me about things and we need to digest this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the experts haven't digested this. The, the Congress who passed it never read it. So um, <laughs> they're waiting for them to finish to digest it. Yes. Yeah. And so th- that's kind of how the process works. But we, yeah, we definitely stay on top of that. Sure, sure. And once everything is set up for a company houseway, how often do you talk to your clients once once they understand what they need to do on a daily basis? I think it depends. That, that varies because I think there's some people who. Uh, like, like Hafet has a good process, you know, and, and like he said, you have a good process, you kind of take care of it on your own and it, and it works well. Yeah, I'm organized. Um, he's super organized. <laughs> but you have other clients that just need a little more, more care, more help, and they're, they're calling in or they're texting, you know, and, and um, so it varies on the complexity of the business and, yeah. and the size of the business. So all those things will contribute to that. But Are there clients that you have to reach out to because they're overdue? Yeah, there. I, I got they, a list on my had, desk. They were supposed to call you weeks ago. And yeah, I have a list on my desk, and and you know we reach out to them as well. We try to be proactive about those things. Yeah, yeah. But, the, uh, the filing deadlines are coming up. September fifteenth yeah. and October fifteenth are right. You got a busy little season for the next. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what's yes. September fifteenth? It well, if your business was on extension, it's okay. due September fifteenth. Okay. Okay. Right. Well. Yeah. Mo- most of us have. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Nervous laugh. <laughs> he knew it. I know he does. So you're, you're on the list. Actually. Yeah, yeah, you are right. on the list. Predominantly, most of us who have have been uh, employees most of our life only think of April fifteenth. Yeah. Right. But you're uh, filing mostly quarterly. I'm assuming for many of your clients. Well, if quarterly would be payroll tax returns mm-hmm. and things like that, but. You mm-hmm. know, if April 15th, if, if you don't file by then, you can file an extension and you yeah. have till October 15th. Now, mm-hmm. interest and penalties for not paying if you owe continue to accrue. Right. But there's no failure to file penalty. Yeah. And so that's what I was talking about. And then businesses, partnerships and corporations, they're due September, yeah. March 15th. Well, you get dead, you get an extension until September 15th. So for our small business, and I mean really small, you know, a, a one-man band kind of operation. Now, that if they own an LLC, that falls under the annual, doesn't it? Doesn't that go right into the— Right on your personal tax return, individual tax right? return. Now, is that recent or is that, has it always been that way? Ever since I've been doing this for yeah. 20 years, it's a disregarded entity for tax okay. purposes. So for legal purposes, it gives you the protection 
of a separate entity. A disregarded entity. This called. is my small bit. Couldn't we <laughs> yeah. think of a better name for my a regarded for the entity. thing that puts food on my table <laughs> as a disregarded entity? Who, who writes that? I don't know. Who comes up with that? They, they need like a creative. The department. same people who just hired eighty-seven thousand new IRS auditors. They need to hire just a couple movie executives to give things splashier titles and right. you know just a touch of the CGI computer. Yeah, generated. like the up and coming entity. Right. <laughs> yes. Of, yeah, there just, wasn't a movie. Uh, wasn't there a film about an accountant who was an action film sort of thing? Was it, that was with, I think um, that was disregarded as well. It was the, with Ben the Affleck. Accountant. Yeah. What do you mean? You haven't seen that? <laughs> I will see That's it. really I how accountants are, by the way. <laughs> right. That's what got you guys into they accounting. They have a whole secret life. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered why these guys were in such good shape. It's like, here. no way they're sedentary. They're moving around a lot. They're jumping out of helicopters. You know, they lead very exciting lives. Well, that's pretty exciting. I want to encourage everyone, again, who is listening uh, to us, whether it's live right now or if it's on the uh, podcast on the website, make sure to take a little time. I know you're going to be with us a lot, but I want to make sure. How do people best get in touch with Josue and Jason? Uh, definitely just call in our office. Mm-hmm. i talking to Alicia. Alicia is wonderful. She can, you know, take care of it. Set you She's up the glue. Meeting. She She's, keeps it all together. Yeah, she really does. Okay, so she'll set up an initial consultation. So if someone in this area hearing this podcast just has an idea, something they're close to moving forward with, you would encourage them to reach out, even at that point. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need to file. You don't need to come and get a consultation so you know where to go. Sure, that sounds great. All right, (laughs) you know where the place is at, ladies and gentlemen. Dixieland right here in Lakeland, Jason Simpson CPA. We're going to see you next Monday. Hafet. What a pleasure, sir. Everybody, thanks for listening to the Lakeland Insider.